0: Ladies and and gentlemen, gentlemen.
1: welcome. I'm Greg. I'm Matt. And we're the bottom tier. Matt, we we just pulled that off first try. That was amazing.
0: In sync,
1: we nailed it. It
0: was even the same like I was trying to listen to my headphones and it was the same wave of the voice right and exactly like
1: same pitch like we, we we almost harmonized on that that was awesome
0: <laughs> it was beautiful all
1: right guys well hey welcome thank you so much for being here we really really appreciate you tuning in to uh this week's episode and matt as always absolute pleasure to be here with you my friend
0: it's a pleasure to be here with you greg we actually have an amazing episode today a lot of news dropped especially for the local scene which makes me super excited Heck yeah um for those who are flesh and blood players and excited to listen to this i don't know if you're not a flash about playing listen to this, but if you are, hello, welcome.
1: And if you're not, you soon will be. Yes,
0: but uh, we just had uh, the U.S. Nationals finish uh, this last oh, week. Oh, man. And it was huge, but what makes it huge for us is we actually had two uh, two players from Arizona local. We're, we're located in Arizona. From the Arizona local, uh, make it a top eight in both Nationals and the calling. So Spencer made a top eight playing Phi and Jonah uh Overholt, sorry Spencer I don't know your last name but I know Jenna's last name uh <laughs> made top 8 in um in the calling playing Reinar, which is really exciting dang man
1: all right quick round of applause for the boys representing
0: I'll do snap yeah there we go there you can hear that there yeah exactly
1: yeah. very good proud of you guys really thrilled guys keep an eye on our YouTube channel uh bottom to your pod and uh this podcast right here for some additional information and some extra content with our very tippy top folks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we'll definitely have Jonah on the, on the YouTube channel. So just check it out. But guys, it was an amazing nationals. Did you catch it? It was really
1: good. I watched a little bit of it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I have all the videos saved, like ready to go back and like really dig in. Um, but the bit that I caught, it was wild, man. And I followed a lot of like the, the commentary and stuff as well. Um, but yeah, it was sort of
0: nuts. It was, it was wild. I, I really did appreciate, um, like, how different every nationals meta has been. And so the United States was no different because Phi showed up. And Phi oh, yeah. was kind of like, it, kind of like people's like, oh, you know, like a Phi made t- like whatever. But Phi really did show up in a big way where it was like 50% or like, I don't know, there's like 40, 50 people playing Phi and like 40, 50 people playing Oldham. And so those are definitely the two. Staples, and it was crazy. Like it was really, I was really like surprised. I was like, oh no way, this is cool. the The breakdown definitely was not exactly what I was expecting. Like it was, it was really nice to see
1: because in addition to like the Fi and the Oldham, we had a Dash show up. We had we had a couple of others as well. So like it, it is a little shaken up a little bit. But Fi and Oldham kind of at this point are sort of. Like the cornerstone
0: heroes, I think.
1: Uh, here in the States, at least.
0: Yes, but it, what was really awesome to see was the winner, an Icy coming with Coming in with that chill, man. It was cool to see a mixture deck list and putting on the fr- pressure against a Fi. Pretty much like, I'm going to give you Frostbites. And then on my turn, I'm just going to hit you for a lot of damage.
1: And man, shout out to Michael Hamilton. Probably the best player here in the States uh, currently. Incredible like in this like i don't think anybody's going to argue with that it was great um for just a phenomenal deck list a really good execution on it and coming in out of left field with kind of a janky setup that you know you may look at and be like oh well that's never gonna work you don't know what you're doing and then he comes in and he wins nationals like so good I'm, sit down son
0: i'm excited to see what world has to offer for for all of them and uh yeah that's coming up soon so that was really cool i would say like Great news for over the week. If you're watching the U.S. Nationals, it was awesome to be able to watch that. Another other news, you and I have a very special hero that we just got.
1: Oh, man, we do. Our local uh, game store that we go to uh, on
0: Tuesdays to play Commoner got the, uh, the October Armory kit in a little bit early. And since they never got the September kit for some reason, they decided, you know what, we're going to give you some, ca- like, we're going to give out this kit. So we both got hooked up with the Yoji.
1: Yoji himself the big boy yep selling now I'm just kidding $275 shipping included
0: (laughs) no Yoji's awesome Uh, I'm (laughs) really excited that we both got it because we both were pretty hyped for it so
1: right like really like the only thing that I really wanted out of last night was to get the Yoji Uh, so I'm really thrilled that even though I didn't do phenomenally well last (laughs) night, uh, we still managed to get hooked up with it. So we're going to have to do like a yoji, yoji mirror match. I know.
0: I know we, we ended up like, we kind of like our counter games to go three, uh, like three rounds and we're kind of done. So I, I ended up winning the armory just because Jamie decided like, Oh, i will concede so you can do it. But I was like, Jamie, I just want to see what the game would have been if we, if we played because I haven't won an armor before. So it was my first one. And Jamie kicked my butt. I was <laughs> like, I'm very glad yeah, you see it. Thank you so much. <laughs> that, guys,
1: shout out to, uh, to Jamie Bassett. One of, uh, one of the best here in the area. And this is a pretty high tier area, uh, but he, he kicks our butts regularly. <laughs> like he's, he's a phenomenal player.
0: It was so funny. I was like, well, I'm glad I won this armory. <laughs> <laughs>
1: technically, technically I pulled it out.
0: Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was really awesome. So uh, shout out for that. Look out for those cards. I'm excited for the wizard card. And I think is there anything else in the news that you have? Yeah, nothing nothing really huge right now. Like nationals was really the biggest thing. Yep. Uh, spoiler season is coming at the end of October. They I'm so
1: excited. That. I'm so ready for it. Like I'm, I'm ready for the spoiler season and then I'm super ready for dynasty. I think it's going to be a pretty good set. I had just had this feeling like in my heart of hearts, uh, that the universe has sent me messages through the aether has communicated directly (laughs) into my mind, the secrets upcoming and it's going to be wild, man. It's going to be wild. Uh watch of course Dynasty crash and burn now. It's like the worst set no, ever no, now no, that no. I've made that prediction. But guys, I'm feeling pretty good about it.
0: I'm I'm excited. I think this meta is super open, so whatever Dynasty brings is going to make some huge as, pivots, long, so. as long as
1: they don't drop another thing like Starvo or something. Like I I feel like That's the worry, right? exactly as long as they don't do that i feel like anything that they do is just going to maintain where we are which is phenomenal because yeah. like we've said this in like the last six episodes or something but the meta right now is flipping great
0: oh yep exactly pick up any hero go play that's not old of course and and it's awesome
1: even if it is ll break the rules be a yeah Maverick. yeah absolutely
0: play some commoner with the LL. exactly
1: Bring your chains, bring your prisms. Don't bring your Starvos <laughs> cause you'll get beaten up. Nobody wants to play against that. Even in commoner. Yep. <laughs> For sure. <laughs>
0: um, awesome. Well, from news, uh, let's kind of get started with, uh, our reoccurring segment.
1: It's lessons learned. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. A
0: drum roll song. Right. Uh, yeah. Lessons learned. I'll go ahead and start. Um, take us away, Matt. So my, hmm, my lesson learned this week, um, is, Oh, it's kind of interesting. It's, um, I don't know. I always feel like I always go back to blocking is a lesson learned, but ultimately it's a great lesson is ultimately, I think, uh, evolving mindset. It's hard to be able to explain this. It's,
1: I played well, it again. Don't, don't don't worry about like boiling it down. Just just walk
0: us through what I you I am walking again, it through. We'll, yeah, it's and we'll get, get it, there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I always try to like make it sound fancier. Right. And it, it don't, is. Don't worry, man. We're,
1: <laughs> we're bottom tier.
0: I know. I know. So we're here I, for the people. I was playing a fight. Uh, I played in an armory and uh, classic constructed, and I just went there with the mindset of. I'm gonna bring Phi. I haven't played Phi in a little bit. I've been playing a lot of my, so I'm gonna bring my Phi out, play some Phi. Well, so did everyone else because the US Nationals <laughs> has happened. And so there's a lot of Phi versus Phi. And so my deck tech uh, or my deck was just a little bit behind the times of like what these other phi's were. Uh, but was interesting is skill set involving it. So a lot of the other people were brand new with phi and didn't quite understand.
1: Like the, the turn what flow you're going to and do what five. you want to have happen.
0: And so when you grab a deck list, one of these new ones that is hybrid and combo-y, you have to realize that some of those cards aren't draconic, right? And yep. so uh, there was a mishap that happened with another player where they played uh, Rise from the Ashes, uh, and then they played Belittle. So, oh. so Belittle only attacks for three Yeah. because it's not draconic. And then they were like, cool, now I'm going to attack you with Searing Ember Blade. And that's fine, but But now you don't have any go go again. again. Yeah. And so it was interesting because I definitely had the less skilled deck, but I was a more skilled player because of knowing the hero and the pattern of what's going on. And especially because I'm running Kadachi Fi. Like I even was playing, I did a mirror match with the Kadachi fight and they were, they pitched a blue, but it was a one cost blue. And so Ooh, I was like, cool. No, no, so no. you're attacking me for one. No go again. And they would go like, what are you talking about? And it's like, "Kadachi doesn't get go again. Unless, unless you it's do. a zero which cost is, in the pitch. Yeah. Which is great. It's a very like basic armory. And I was like, yeah, take it back. Do that. You don't want to do that. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like this, I'm going to help there's, walk through. There's no through.
1: need to be a jerk about it when someone's just learning the hero.
0: Yeah. So I think my lesson learned is like, Uh, I guess it's kind of like an ego thing. Not really, but like (laughs) uh, the lesson learned is like, Oh, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, I'm, I am actually learning and growing. Yeah, and like, and like right.
1: like, really good, like especially comparing to other uh, like TCGs, like especially games like Yu-Gi-Oh and yeah. stuff where everything is very much based on having the right cards and then just executing whatever the heck is in your deck kind of irrespective of whatever your opponent is doing. Mm-hmm. Flesh and Blood really is much more focused on an individual player's skill and familiarity with the general rules and mechanics. So yeah. this is a perfect illustration of that. Um, somebody came in with a slightly more updated deck, a little bit more in the meta, potentially more competitive, but because they didn't have you know the reps, because they hadn't put in as much time with it, you were still able to overcome it. Yeah. And that gets down to... Player skill you've done it enough you have enough exposure to it you understand the hero and the flow enough that regardless of what they're doing you're still capable of pulling it off and pulling it off effectively so shout outs to flesh and blood for being more skill-based because that's phenomenal
0: oh i don't think i ever realized that it like was skill-based and like i I ran into the same issue like if you guys remember like four or five episodes ago, not to do a deep pull, I guess. But like when I made the bolts, when I did the Bolton deck, I was the same person with that problem of like, Oh, I can use this with axes. It's like, no, I didn't know the card well enough Mm -hmm. to do that. So it's interesting. Like it was cool to be on the other side of it and to be able to help people learn phi a little bit more. And, I'm glad I played fine, but also I was like, now nah, I need to update my deck list to whatever that is. <laughs> exactly right, and then
1: but but once you do, you still have that inherent skill, so that yeah. you'll be just that little bit ahead of some people who are just coming into yeah. it the first time. Yeah. Um, also, you know. Awesome job, being a being a luminary here, man. Teaching people the the ropes, really helping them dig into the into the tech. Like that's awesome.
0: Oh yeah, I was stoked. It was cool. So that I guess I don't know if that's a lesson learned, but I I guess that was a lesson learned for it's me. A, it's
1: a hundred percent a lesson learned. Cool, perfect. What about you, Greg? Oh man, uh, well I don't have anything nearly as good as that this week. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, the honestly, like the biggest lesson for me is it was just a reminder to to have fun, just to have a good time with this. Yes. It's ultimately it is a game, right? And if you're not having fun. What are you doing? Um, it's it's been no secret, and I haven't really, you know, I haven't gone super into it, but I haven't been super quiet about it either. I've I've had like a real like dry spell here recently. Yeah, just like not not any wins, just kind of you know slamming my head against the brick wall. I wasn't having a good time. It, it was you know it was becoming. I was starting to get nervous before matches, like oh god, here we go again like all that sort of thing, just so sort of psyching myself out. Um, but then last night, uh, one of our uh, local guys at our normal Tuesday Armories uh, brought potentially the memeiest deck I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Uh, for those in the know, he was running Yorick as his hero. Yep. Uh, for those not in the know, uh, Yorick is a promo hero uh, They gave him out for some event or something. Like I'm not 100% sure where he came from, but he exists. Uh, he's real. You can play him in things. Um, his hero ability requires you to Shuffle both of your decks together and then share your deck and your discard zone. Yeah. Which is the most ridiculous thing on the planet. But legitimately, I had more fun playing
0: that game than I have with any other game I've played in months. Oh, it was, I, I had the opportunity to be able to play too. And just to kind of retrospect, because people are probably like, why was York at your local armory? So we were running Commoner. We yep. made last, a rule, a local rule last week after the Commoner Cup that you could play any hero that's young. And I was caught in a technicality from Trey who brought the York
1: Shout out to Trey for
0: nailing that technicality. Yeah. And it's he's like, technical. he said, India and he was like, yeah. And so he brought York and I was like, okay. And so now we're of course <laughs> changing the rule again, but it was actually really cool to experience once, you know, like once yeah, at a an exactly. armory and like, and like um,
1: periodically, like, as kind of a, a jokey thing like awesome like bring yeah. something completely ridiculous or something crazy broken or something like that yeah. and just have a good time with. yeah it.
0: We, we did change the rule uh, we'll say it here first is uh, we're calling it a consent hero mm-hmm. uh, I like I don't know why I like that a lot but it's where you present the hero that's a little bit more janky promo hero only uh, mm-hmm. and you go hey I have a promo hero that I built would you like to verse them and if your player does not consent then you just use a different hero that pivot to whatever lot. else you yep. have right to go yep so that was what the rule i came up with so that we could still see people play york and do all that fun stuff but, but also forced into
1: it if they don't want to play in that particular way because it does change things up it a changes lot. the armory a
0: lot because like uh as soon as last night i usually don't get sweaty during commoner but as right. soon as you and i freaking saw like the promo card was from the new set my mindset shifted. Oh, hundred percent. I was like, just like I,
1: Oh, I, I have to win this thing. Right, like I, I came in, I'm gonna lose every match. Not a big deal. We'll be cool about it. But then Yoji was there and I was like, All right, kids.
0: I gotta win. And so I was just like, cool. And so as soon as Trey like I versed Trey, I was like, oh, I'm gonna verse I really want to verse Yorick and I'm gonna do it. And so I was just like going out and ended up winning, which is great. Or, or like what is it gonna be a tide or whatever? Thank yeah. you. Shout out to everyone who was there surrounding that game. But it was I was, remember just being like so sweaty and being like, oh my god. Right, gosh. like like
1: the pressure is suddenly on. like <laughs> yeah. You feel it in your shoulders. Yep,
0: But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a
1: heck of a good time.
0: You were playing Ira with it?
1: Yeah. Uh, we, we shuffled together Ira and Yorick, which was nuts. Uh, he hit me a couple of times with some good ninja cards. Uh, I got back with some good generics. It came down to like we, we, we decked out. We were out of deck. Um, I was lucky enough to have uh, Salt the Wound in my hand, which is a yellow pitch zero cost. Uh, and he was down to one hit point. So, so just kodachi, kodachi. So I just started kodaching just all over the place. And because I was pitching, I got to recycle it back into my hand before he could draw up. Uh, so just wore his hand out and, and took it. But so good. It was crazy. It was absolutely flipping nuts. Um, just the whole flow of that game, which it, it reminded me why I liked this game because yeah. stuff can just come out of left field that you're completely unprepared for. And it changes the entire thing up.
0: And that weapon was hilarious. Like, Oh my God. Because Dora's it's like, weapon is crazy. Because It's just like, okay, you get a health. But they're giving a health, too. So, like, if they're in a dire situation, they're trying to build themselves to up, but it's making you less of a dire situation,
1: too. I, I actually got above 20 health a couple of times in that game.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Right? That's so good. Uh, I The game that I played, what, what was really cool is I was playing a mechanologist. Yeah. And so, it was just like, I play this mech card. If I want to boost, I just look at the top of your deck. Oh, different cards. Right? My sleeve, I'm going to boost. Like,
1: like if... <laughs> If we were doing it for realsies, we probably would have re sleeved the decks and everything. Uh,
0: no, I don't think that's. I don't think that's the purpose. I think. I think having your sleeves on was makes sense.
1: I definitely think that that's the better way to do it. If anybody gave a damn about, like, well, you can't, you know, you. you you can look at the deck and you can see what's coming up, basically, sort of thing. Like if anyone's gonna complain about it, sleeving is probably the you know the way to go. Right. Like if we're taking that it seriously. So long, but yeah. it takes forever, and then you have to re-separate everything out afterwards, and it's just a headache on like nine different levels. Yeah, yeah. So really honestly, just much more fun to just shuffle stuff together and go from there. Yeah. And then it adds in, you know, yet another layer. Like you actually get you know, you can actually like look at the deck and see what's coming up that's yours and what's coming up that's theirs, and kind of balance your play around that. It, as it well. Did
0: create a whole new strategy of approaching to the game of like okay if i do this like i even had a card that i normally wouldn't play it was a red like uh, oracle of whatever opt for yeah, yeah so i was yeah. like i'm opting for just to bury whisper of the oracle or whisper something of the oracle. Oracle. Yeah. just to bury so I can see if i can boost this turn. exactly
1: yeah and then trying to stack it so that when you draw you get what you want yeah prevent him from having yeah it was crazy it was fun i'm i'm re-energized with this game now because of that one game so, oh that's awesome so shout outs to trey man for showing up with something off the wall enough to pull my brain back into this in like a really positive sort of way. Oh,
0: absolutely. Same here. It was, it was an incredible match and I'm excited. I hope, I hope he still brings York and just asks if they want to play it. And then, yeah because i i don't want it to ever be like a push away you know for having the extra role but i do feel it's necessary so
1: yeah and it and really like even though it's commoner and we're all mostly just there to goof around and have and have fun with it, things it is armory yeah. it is an armory it does count for experience so there's got to be some level of like seriousness in here yeah. but that being said uh, you know if, if you want to do it go for it and I, I figure you know every few months we'll just do like a coming with your jankiest deck
0: yeah that'd be so much fun i love it it was good that's awesome that's a great lesson learned have fun have fun
1: yeah just there you go bottom to your top tip everybody just have fun fun it's a game
0: i think i uh, our lessons learned kind of tie into what i wanted to really kind of the meat and potatoes of the conversation of what i wanted to have today is we started this podcast it's been three months now It has been, it's it's been a little bit episode 13 now, I believe. So it's about three months, which means we started playing probably like four, four and a half months ago, flesh and blood something like that. Yeah. And so I kind of wanted to talk about like our journey so far, right? Like where are we at? Like what, what is different about the game? Is the passion still there? Like what's what, what is our feeling now as we've become like more experienced over the past few months?
1: And that that that's a really like solid topic. I feel like because you're right, it has been a few months. We've gone from you know the starry eyed newbies, you know, going to our first armory together and. Being intimidated by all the real players with their <laughs> fancy yep. grown-up decks and being
0: like uh, being like seeds of equity is not allowed.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then you know, on the fly, like restructuring the entire deck because, oops, this is illegal. Yeah. Uh, to being, you know, podcasters and content creators, and you know, we're not top tier or anything, but we've definitely improved. Um, yeah we're definitely you know we're we're more involved in the community we're a little bit more tapped in and connected Um, we've made some really positive inroads i feel like uh, both here locally and sort of in the broader community in general yeah Um, like just the other day some people on reddit out of nowhere just you know without any prompting just name dropped us which was flipping wild
0: which you have no idea how uh the text exchange was of just like look at this and we're just like oh and then we're just both like Emotionally like stoked. So thanks for that. That's amazing. No,
1: seriously. Like really y'all made our days. Yeah. Um, shout out to everybody you know, on the flesh and blood reddits for, you know, just being hecka cool. Yeah. Um, but so the, you know, where we were when we first started and where we are now, it, there are just, there's thousands of miles of difference between those, which, which is appropriate and good. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we are actually, you know, we're, we're doing what we set out to do, which is have a good time, get better and just be buddies doing nerd stuff. Yeah, I agree. And I still love this game.
0: I love this game too. Like I, 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 I suck at it. I'm real bad, but I love it. (laughs) I love it too. Like it literally like the growth of this podcast and like all that has been a huge part of the adventure. And honestly, with the hobby, like for me personally, like I, I feel like I've grown quite a bit as a, as a player to a point of where I even went through weird phases of like, all right, uh, I'm gonna play this hero. Don't like that hero. Find a hero I really, really love and like play the crap out of it. And then all of a sudden, like now I'm like I'm kind of just down for all heroes and turning into a person where it's like yeah, grab give give me a deck so I can play it, and I feel like I can play it pretty well, um, which is really like a huge evolution of like, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. It's like just it's, like it's
1: just like the it, it's it's no longer just, you know, running through like a mechanic in your head. Yeah. And like, I know what this keyword means sort of stuff. We're actually like getting at the point where we have most of the basics down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, with that. Flesh and blood is is a complicated game. There's a lot of moving parts. So, I don't
0: realize how complicated it is until every time I invite someone new into the world.
1: Right. And you have to sit down and explain to them, okay, here's all your equipment and this is what a hero is. This is intellect, yep. and this is health, and this one has a little bit less because their hero ability does this. And, <laughs> yeah. And it gets really crazy out of nowhere. So, you know, taking six months or so to get your basics down in this game, I feel like it's pretty good. Like, like that that's that's right about where a person should be. Um and we you know we're at that point now where it's less about just making sure that we're you know going through the steps correctly and getting more to that point where it's you know like you were saying you can pick up any deck you can play it pretty well because you understand how it goes yep. and now you can start adding some of your own flair into it it right. starts becoming more of like a reflection of yourself as you're playing this game with people. So it's no longer just, you know, here's a generic precon. I got the, you know, we're, we're net decking it and I'm just gonna run whatever. It's, I actually have an opinion about why this card should go in and not this card. There's actually like depth starting to play into that in, at, you know, a little bit higher of a level. Um, which is super, super exciting. Like It's super cool. Like, like really, did, did you think back in, like, April or May or whenever we started doing this that we would be at the point where we're not only, you know, talking about it pretty regularly, you know, amongst ourselves with people here on the internet, um, but we were actually, like, putting time in to build, a, like, a bunch of decks and to have different things set up for everybody. No. Like, when I first started, I figured, okay, maybe, you know, two heroes I'll end up playing, but the rest of them, who cares? Um and you know, anybody who's listened to the podcast has been going through this odyssey with me as I try to find, you know, new CC heroes and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, but so like being at the point now where, and I'm kind of the same place that you are, we're like really like all the heroes are cool and all the decks are kind of cool. Yeah. And like a big part of the game is just like trying new things out and experiencing it and just kind of enjoying that process. Um, like th- honestly like that's just that's just super cool it is super it cool it the heck out of
0: me it really does and and that's I, what's interesting is i still feel like there's a lot more to learn like i we're in it and for me like my experience has been a lot different from yours where uh, i'm actually playing really well now at a lot of armories yeah um like uh i've always competed for top one for the past like four or five armories i've been at which is like surprising to me like i like being a fresh new tcg player like i didn't think i would like be doing well you know yeah. so i'm like excited about that like i'm always number 2 or like number 3 or whatever it is and but why am I not number one has been a question I've been asking myself lately because I kind of like want that. Like I did win an armory yesterday, but it was conceded. Right. And I would have lost. Right. So Technically it doesn't, a win, but, but it doesn't yeah, feel it, like a win. I haven't gotten the feeling yet. Like that's the goal is like, I'm going to win a local armory a hundred percent. Right. I got to make it all the way. And what's that like? And like paying attention and playing like the ones that I'm always losing to, like there is always like this, they know something I don't like their thought processes. It's just a little bit different. I know my thought process is almost there and I'm going to evolve and realize it exactly. one time. But like, I'm just like watching them play and I'm like, they understand something. It's like, and so that's why I think it's important that we're now hitting the point of like, I want to play every hero because I think they've already played every hero. They know what they do. So they know what I'm doing. Where with me, like still when I play a hero, like Viseray, for example, might be the bane of my existence at the current moment. <laughs> uh, Viseray, watching him, come at me and not really understanding too much of all of his cards and what they do. Cause I haven't had them in my physical hand to read. Uh, I go like, I'm doing this, 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 this. And it's like, cool. You don't know my moves. So this is making it better for me. Mm-hmm. And now I understand like, I, I get that top tier level is a master of like, not a master, but like has the knowledge of every deck. So you just know the strat of what they're going to do. And I think that's really cool to see and finally realize that that's what I want to accomplish at some point so i can then just get to that next level right
1: 100 and like and like I, you pretty much hit the nail on the head there like to to make a metaphor with another game that has a very you know a very strong competitive scene if, if we think of it like chess um, you can sit down and you can learn how to play chess in an afternoon. You can learn what a pawn does and yep. what a queen does and what a rook does and all that nonsense. But to actually take those you know, fundamentals, like the very base mechanics, and build it into a game is a whole different thing. And then once you start actually playing the game, to get to the level that like, you know, the masters and stuff are at where they are thinking nine moves ahead for themselves and therefore nine moves ahead for you as well, figuring out what the most likely series of events is going to be like that is what separates you know the chess master from the chess newbie and it's the same thing here Um, The flesh and blood master or the expert or whatever term you want to apply to it has the hands on experience to be able to think, you know, three or four moves down the line. They know if I draw this hand against this opponent, I have to do this, this and this because this next card is likely to come up or not likely to come up and I'll have to pivot and respond to it in that way. So once you start and once anybody starts being able to think a little bit ahead, like really work the future moves, that's the point where you step from sort of the beginner level up to the advanced level and you're like right there
0: i'm so close
1: it's just just it, it's gonna click soon just something is gonna fall into place man and you're gonna start picking up the ones i guarantee it
0: i know it's it's so crazy like it, it's just how far we go and, and like my enthusiasm with the game is totally different like as as soon as five came out and i went in i was like this is my hero. Like I'm going to be a one hero guy. You know, I think I even said that to a few people. I was like, this is my hero. I'm a five guy. I'm a five guy. Nothing else. Only five. Now I'm like, (laughs) Dramai, <laughs> like, <laughs> like when I play five I'm not having as much fun as I am playing Dramai because Dramai, for some reason is just like the thing right now that just makes me really excited to play and and you know what in three or four months something else is going to come yeah. along that's
1: going to spark joy be in your go-gi. heart <laughs> exactly yeah I, I just want to play the janky guardian guy yeah and you know what rock and roll man because yeah. like we were talking about before it's a
0: game it
1: is a game you're here to have a good time. Whether you're, you know, a high tier, you know, professional, competitive, going to worlds to compete sort of player, or whether you're a nerd like me who just likes getting together with people that he likes and right. wasting some time, like it doesn't matter on what tier level you're playing as long as you're having fun, as long as you're getting that charge out of it, as long as you allow yourself to you know as long as you express yourself through the cards and you know things are going well for you you're into it you're thinking about things you're feeling the passion you're winning it doesn't doesn't matter if you actually get the xp or not
0: you're right 100 percent. it does not matter at all like it 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 as long as you are having that fun and like getting something you want out of it and i think what's been really cool is honestly Bottom tier, our podcast has really helped me get better at the game because watching, going, at least because I'm editing the videos too, <laughs> but like re-watching the matches of Comer Cup, if you guys haven't checked that out, go check it out, or Shameless any of our plan. battles and stuff it's wild on how much information I'm picking up. Like, Oh, why'd they do that? Like, I'm thinking like, why'd you do that? Cause I would have done this. And then like, it right, makes exactly. you a different strategic player as you're doing that. And hopefully we can get that in the commentary as well as we like discuss what's going on. But it's really interesting on like how much like playing this game, like, Over time, you get better. It's great. I mean, it's not a crazy concept. That's normal concept, but it's just cool,
1: right? And like to actually see it in action, to be able to sit here and reflect back a few months and think, "Oh man, I was such a baby back then.
0: Like we didn't even understand ninjas. Like we were just like, I guess we keep going. No, seriously. Combo, combo means go again, right? (laughs) Right. Like like
1: literally the first game we played, it took like forty five minutes. We were only playing. We were playing with the welcome decks, like so only like thirty card decks. But we were looking up like every single thing and like debating what the keywords meant and all that that kind of jazz before we actually started to get into it so compare that now with the kind of nonsense we were doing last night like d- take the york example if if somebody had come with Yorick to what like our first armory event yeah we would have had zero idea what in god's name was going on
0: no we, we in fact funny enough uh and we had a brand new player come and their opponent was going to be the york guy and we were like hey brand new player uh, play a normal deck because we don't want them to be too like right.
1: It completely turned off their very y- first time yeah, here. Yeah, or
0: it could have been also like a good thing. Like, oh, I'm stoked, but it, like we don't want it to be like every hero is gonna be this changing. You let's,
1: know, let let's start with the actual rules before we start changing all of the rules.
0: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so it was like it's so it is really cool to be able to see that and like the growth in the community and like find, seeing new players all the time and. And uh, it's interesting too, like seeing new players come from other TCGs like you played you played some card games and uh, have a grasp on on already some certain skills. So I think just playing TCGs in general, like for me, has just been like, oh, this is like I get why this hobby like does what it does now. Because like, I used like, to like why people actually play this right, stuff for used, a long time. Sometimes It, it builds community. Uh, you're using your brain a lot and like ultimately like you get to go home and be like, what if I put this in here and then just have a totally different game the next time.
1: Right, exactly. It's it's kind of the same way that some people feel about like football or soccer or something like that. It's that same sort of, you know, use the things that you want to use. And then, you know, you have the ability then to really dig into it after. So even when you're not actively engaged in the play of the thing, there's still, you know, strategy to go over and tactics to figure out and specific responses that you want to do. And what happens with this particular thing? Like I had a huge problem with that. How do I counter it? Yep. All that sort of stuff. So it's like, these hobbies in general, and flesh and blood in particular, really gives back to you in that way, and can really enrich your life if you let
0: it. Yeah, it's a mental sport, uh, not a physical sport, right? So exactly. Mental sport.
1: I hope so. Otherwise, we've been playing this game really wrong. Yeah. Like like if there's like ball <laughs> throwing and in stuff involved, you're like,
0: supposed to cosplay and actually fight as your character.
1: Oh um, man.
0: So like when you run through, you're just like ah, Man. <laughs>
1: I play Oldham in CC. Does that mean I have to wear all that like big plate armor and stuff? Yeah, you stuff?
0: have to wear a Fendel spring tunic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will look so pretty. <laughs> but yeah, so like that's, it's kind of cool. Like I wanted to just kind of look back and kind of see where we're at. And, and for those who are new to the game, like, and you're feeling maybe down. Cause like we, I think I was there too in the beginning was just like, man, I'm not going to ever get good. Like, no, like, we're we're fairly new, too, four months in. And, like, even though you are you said you haven't been getting a lot of wins lately, like, the game has evolved where, like, like your chance is, like, way high. You know, like, you're able yeah, to do it, stuff.
1: The, the, honestly, like, the biggest reason I haven't been getting the wins is because I keep showing up to only one event a week, so I'm not getting yeah. the reps in. And I usually show up with a new deck that I haven't played before, so I'm not getting the experience with the particular deck. I'm just kind yeah. of playing around, um, which kind of messes you up. So the the long and short of it there is that uh, is that really you know don't get completely pigeonholed into it i feel like yeah. feel free to explore some and like try things out but give yourself you know a few times playing a deck or playing a hero to really like see whether or not it's a thing yeah. and just try to get the reps in um i'm i'm a, i'm a little sad because i'm at a point right now where i'm going to have to start stepping back from going to armories and stuff um, so I'm going to have to like start, start playing a lot more online, Yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of excited about that too. Cause if I'm playing online, um, it's, it's a heck of a lot, uh, you know, lower like maintenance costs like I'm not paying for gas or entry fees yeah. or things like that. Um, don't really have to worry about like finding a place to go play or meeting up with people, um, since we're just doing it over the internet. So I'm really hopeful that this actually will let me get some more reps in and start to sort of build that up because when you and i were working together a quick backstory matt and i met when we worked at the same office together uh and we forged a friendship and you know played every day legends now and we were we were playing every day we're getting a couple games in each day pretty you know consistently every once in a while we would have to skip but pretty much we would play at lunch we'd play maybe after hours as well um but we'd get two three games in a day and i was getting better and i was sharp and i was pretty on it i was able to you know balance the deck out a little bit make a couple of pivots and a couple of tweaks and i was feeling really good about it but then matt of course left <laughs> broke my heart yeah but it also took away my card playing buddy yeah so now i don't get to play very often at all get you know i have life things that prevent me from going to the armories all the time and all that sort of thing so i can like consistently make one thing a week and i don't have much time other than that yep And that's really shot me in the foot. I'm not getting the practice in. I'm rusty. I'm not developing the skills well enough because I'm just not playing enough. Right. Which brings us around to, you know, how do you get better in flesh and blood? Like people ask that question all the time. I see it pop up on like Reddit threads and the discords and all that stuff. The only way to get better is to play the game.
0: Right. And what's interesting is if you have to think about it, in another way too well you don't have to think about it this way but uh, we have to remember you want to, we have as to re- a suggestion we uh, we have to remember is a better way to say it that flesh and blood did come out in the midst of a pandemic yes and the game was made to play in flesh and blood but yes. you couldn't which is fascinating right and so what happened was the game actually really took off in playing digital armories so i know of a few players that live in an Like you could be really excited about this game and live in a place that no armories fire because your LGS may be an hour away and that's where it got you. Or you may not even
1: have one. You may be in a rural area or something like that where you just don't have the infrastructure.
0: Well, guess what? You can still participate in armories uh, and you just go onto the, the flesh and blood website and you can look up online armory. And there are some LGSs in different areas that do their armories online, where you actually have a week to play your one match every single round. And they will send you prizing based off that as well. So you're still able to compete in online armories. Uh, We were able to join a really cool Commoner League. uh, Hashtag or shout out to Smithel. Uh, Go find him on Smithel the Legend. Find him on Twitter. You can join that as well. Um, But you can join the Commoner League or you can either. Uh, find other online leagues I'm sure out there to be able to play with other people. And now you even have the resource of talishore.com where you can just get matched up with random matches to be able to practice those decks before you commit, before you go somewhere.
1: And and, and we see like top tier players like Vincent Sant and some others doing exactly that thing yeah. just to get the reps in, refine things down. Um so really like get your games in. Don't be afraid to play however you can play. Yeah. Like there's and there's an avenue for basically any sort of situation unless you don't have a computer, you don't have internet access and you don't have a local game store near you. At which point I'm sure you could, you know, we could play it by like telegraph or something like that. But (laughs) right. Exactly. Just
0: beep, 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 (laughs) beep, beep, beep. beep. Oh, you jerk. Oh, you pitch three. What? No, but, uh, (laughs) but yeah, I, you can, there's a lot of options to go out there today and be able to play to get those reps in. And that's where you're going to learn a lot from it. And, What's interesting is a lot of the top players uh, do the online stuff too because they, they don't have a lot of time in the day, but they you're able to make a specific time to be able to go out there and uh, then hit the main events. So you could play digital and, and work real hard at it and then go to a calling and win and then be able to go to a nationals and do all that type of stuff. So like you're, you're able to make it to worlds and stuff and don't ever feel like you can't do it. Anything's possible.
1: Much like in the course of the game itself, once you have the momentum behind you, difficult to stop
0: yep absolutely so yeah uh flesh and blood's a great game and i really hope that you guys are enjoying it as much as we are and, and playing and and all that stuff uh greg what is is there anything else you want to throw in there
1: like like really the only thing that i'd like to add is that if, if you're still on the fence about like trying to try the game out or yeah. get into the community or something let us know we would love we would love to set something up online or if you're here in central Arizona, we'd love to come and, you know, to a, to a local together or something and just play some rounds. Just introduce you a little bit. Just get you going. Yeah. Um. So, like, really, like, we want to be here for you guys. And if that only goes so far as you listen to the podcast once a month or something, like, cool, we're for that. But if you want to get some games in, too. Like let's play some games. Yeah, man.
0: hit us up. Uh, hit us up on our Twitter and all that stuff, and we'll have Instagram soon. And <laughs> we keep Maybe talking
1: about we'll uh, we'll start a Twitch or something.
0: Uh, you know what? Maybe we could start a
1: Twitch. Right? That'd be fun, especially with, with like with Talishar being as robust as it's really become recently. It'd be so easy.
0: I like that idea and I don't want to mention any of the ideas now here on the thing, but we'll, in the future, watch out for a Twitch channel. It definitely should be coming up in our future.
1: See, th- this is why I mentioned things on the podcast, because I can force Matt to say yes.
0: Because <laughs> I'm a yes guy. I'll say yes when we're live on air. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but afterwards, just yell at Greg for hours. You don't want to be
1: a liar now, do you, Matthew?
0: <laughs> no, I, I mentioned to you, yeah, there's... Hmm. yes, twitch stream cool. <laughs> uh but uh yeah guys, just reach out to us and and we'd love to be able to hear your feedback on that. We have a lot of great stuff coming to the YouTube channel. I'm actually generally... We uh we first started this podcast just to primarily be a podcast,
1: yep, and mostly just to sit around and talk about stuff we weren't looking to do anything crazy with it yeah or anything. as you can
0: tell, that's what we do every week it is uh, we sometimes don't have actual topics, yeah like today uh well today. and we love it and we love it, but uh we also weren't expecting or I wasn't expecting that like I would get so into the YouTube side of things. So we are putting out videos three times a week of different content. So just let us know what you like there. I really enjoy it. I'm really enjoying that aspect of it. So and then we can go to YouTube live, AKA Twitch. I don't know, whatever, whatever works whatever better works. for our demographic. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know, yeah, I don't, I don't know. One of the things,
1: leave a comment below, send us a, send us a Twitter. Send, send us a Twitter whatever the kids are saying these days, uh, that's let us a, know. That's a like if, 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 <laughs> if, if we started streaming stuff periodically, like would you guys join in? And if so, you know, what's your, what's your preferred platform?
0: Just let us know. Yeah. Let us know. Bottom tier poll, bottom tier poll. Well guys, uh, that is our episode. I hope that you have grown in flesh and blood as much as we have and still enjoy playing the hobby as always. Uh, tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe. I don't, I don't know.
1: All that jazz. All
0: that type of stuff. Uh, it's spooky season, so get ready for some spooky content. We, we got some good stuff coming down he, the pipe, everybody. He Keep he an eye peeled. Hee-ho-ho. Hee-ho-ho. Ho. Uh, he ho. That's my spooky laugh. That was terrifying. hee he ho ho
1: Oh, I'm shivering. <laughs> Matt, stop it. <laughs> stop it. I can't take it anymore.
0: Oh, man. Well, anyways, guys, uh, thanks for listening. I'm Matt. And
1: I'm Greg. And guys, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. We will see you next time.
0: Bottoms up. Bottoms up.